Thank you, God, for this beautiful day. Thank you, God, for thank you, God, for this beautiful day. Thank you, God, for the food that our family gives us, and our and and the food that helps our bodies grow healthy and strong. And the farmer and the seeds and dirt. In Jesus' name, Amen. God gives us food. God gives us food. God gives us food. He's so good to us. What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm your host, Cersei Blue, aka The Faithful Vegan. Hey, it's another week. How is everyone doing? Um, it's been a tough week. It's been a interesting week with all that's going on in the world. Um, and I hope that everyone is remaining safe and just keeping their spirits up and really just... Um, being prayerful and positive during this time. Um, so before I get into this episode today, I wanted to just remind you that we do have a Facebook community called Eat Your Best Life. So I encourage you um, to join the community. It allows us to just have conversations outside of this podcast um, and you're able to ask questions and give your advice on shows that you want to see and things like that. The other thing is I do hang out on Instagram at thefaithful.vegan and I'm on Facebook, The Faithful Vegan. And lastly, please rate, um, subscribe and write a review on iTunes if you haven't already. Um, the good thing about that is that when we get reviews on iTunes, it allows us to expand our audience and to reach more people. So... <clears throat> If you can do that, that'd be greatly appreciated. So I'm going to jump right into today's episode. And today I just decided to pivot a little bit. And I wanted to talk about how saying grace can improve your health. Um, I know for most of us, you know, it's part of our lives. We've grown up as little kids learning to say grace before our meals or bless our food, depending on um, what you call it. But I want to start off firstly with um, a definition of grace, which is one definition states taking a moment to be grateful for the food that you are about to eat as a reminder to respect and appreciate those who played a part in bringing that nourishment to the table. That is grace. Another definition for those of us who call grace blessing the food is the word blessing comes from the act 
of blessing food, literally to make it holy before we eat. So those are two definitions of grace and blessing our food. Um, Giving thanks connects us not only with God by being thankful, but with each other, right? And so I want to start with the premise that I believe that when God stated in Genesis one twenty nine that you shall have every every um, tree with seed. Sorry, let me repeat that. You shall have every food and every tree with seed that is on the face of the earth. Every um, tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have this for your food. Um, so if you read Genesis one twenty nine, God gives us a gift, right? And we know that anything that God gives us is good. So he gives us food as a gift, I believe, a gift to nourish our bodies, to keep us healthy, to give us the fuel that we need to basically um, live out our lives. So based on that premise, and, and I think that's where I'm kind of building um, this as we go along. So based on the premise that food is a gift from God, giving thanks, like I said before, connects us not only vertically to God, because we're acknowledging this gift that he's given us on our plates, but it's also that vertical connection, right? Because we also appreciate and honor and respect the hands and the the process that it took to get the food to the plate. So it's like a double a double um kind of acknowledgement. So how does grace saying your grace improve your health? And so this is what I'm trying to build. Um and I think there's a connection there because I think if we can get a true understanding as to what we are actually doing symbolically when we say our grace, if we can change our mindset around that, it has a direct impact on the choices that we make concerning our health. So for example, when we eat foods um, that cause our body harm, right? Ultimately, we're abusing this gift of grace that we're given by God. When we eat foods that are healthy um, and that has been grown with reverence for its environment and with care for those in our community, it provides a genuine nourishment for our bodies, right? And so sometimes I think grace has become more of a routine. Um, Sometimes we just do it on autopilot. You know, it's like, okay, we're having our dinner. So we say, thank you for this dinner. Um, Sometimes we eat so quickly. Um, You know, we're in front of the TV, we're doing work and grace just becomes part of that formula, right? It's not really thought out. It's not really intentional sometimes. And I know I'm guilty of this too. You know, we don't pause enough. We don't really think about what are the words that we're saying? What does this grace actually mean? How is it connected to the actual food that I'm about to eat? Um, And so in the fast paced life, eating in our cars and going through drive throughs grace sometimes has been lost, right? Um, I think there was probably more of a reverence for it for before, but we do it out of routine. And so... Why I'm talking about it today is I'm trying to 
make us acknowledge and make us take some time to acknowledge what grace actually means and how it relates to our plate and ultimately how it can empower us to make better choices for what we are putting on our plate. So when we are connected to our food, you know, when we think about the fact that um, when we think about how disconnected we are to our food today, it makes you wonder you know, how far or how lost we've been off of our paths, you know, um, it's easier to see the connection between the dinner plate and our faith when we have a connection to our food. You know, there was a time where, you know, I could look back even with my own grandmother, um, where they grew their food and they raised their their own animals and all of those things. And so there was a direct connection with the food. Or even if they didn't do that, they knew, okay, well, so-and-so's farm made that. And there was just this real community around food. We knew where it came from. We we um, honored the people's hands that put the work into it. And so there was this, it was just so easy to see this as a divine connection, Right. Um, But in the society that we're living in, we're talking about 2020, you know, we're living in a society when we're talking about the culture of food and how it's made and how it's brought to our tables. We're talking about a culture that's replacing um, solar energy with fossil fuel, with raising animals in confinement, feeding animals foods that they didn't they weren't even evolved to eat. Um, And to focus on production in mass over quality um, and nutrition, um, and also the production of processed foods that our grandparents would not even recognize as edible. And so I want to say this because what I got, I got an inspiration for this whole message from Mike Pollan's book um, called The Omnivore's the omnivore's dilemma. So I'm going to put those in the show notes. So if you really want to get a real good read on the everything you could imagine from ecological, agricultural, um, and political on how your food actually gets to your plate, it's a wonderful read. So that inspired this Um, episode, but I wanted to infuse it with the spiritual concept because I believe that in all of that, it still points to is what we're eating, giving glory to God, right? And so when we're living in this culture that is processed heavy, there's a statistic that says almost 60% of our calorie intake in the United States States consist of ultra processed food. So we have lost our way, right? We live in a culture where we look to entities to tell us on a food pyramid what we should be eating every five years, right? We've lost that intuitiveness of eating real food, of being connected to um, what what we're eating. And so... With all that being said, um, you know, we, we've lost our way. And so I think saying grace in a conscious way is, a, is, a, is, a, is the way home, basically, is what I'm saying. 
Um, and Mike Paulin from this book says something very interesting. He says, eating should be simple, right? It should be eating food, not too much, and mostly plants, right? Um, eating is more than just putting food in our mouths. It is an agricultural act, it's an ecological act, and it's a political act, right? So when we are conscious, fully conscious, fully understanding where our food comes from, what makes it, um, where it comes from, and not only that, but what, what, what conditions it had to be put under to get here, right? Um, it can motivate us to change the way we eat, right? When we start realizing, you know, we go to the grocery store, you know, and now, I mean, we could pick up an apple and um, we could pick up an apple and we could see, well, it was grown in California. And that's why, you know, the closer we stay to Whole Foods, the more we can make sense of the path to our plate, you know. But when we pick up the processed food and we're reading ingredients that we can't even pronounce, it's hard to make sense of where did all this food come from? You know, what's in it? Where was it manufactured? Was it in good conditions? You know, were the, were, was it under duress? You know, all of these things, it's hard to decipher because there's a million ingredients and, and it's not a straight shot. You know, I've got this apple, it's made on this farm and that's it. So by blessing our food, by understanding that food is a gift, and that's from Genesis 1 verse 29 from God, and that all good things come from God, right? It makes us accountable. What are we deciding to put on our plate? You know, it's, it's one thing if we're in a situation, we're in a famine, we're in uh, under duress, and we eat what we could only eat. But we're, when we're in a society of choice, um, a freedom of choice and an abundance of food, there too much is given, much is required, right? And so we have to be conscious and we have to be responsible to say, is what I'm putting on my plate worthy of the grace that I'm going to say that acknowledges God and acknowledges my, my fellow man, right? So the act of saying grace should ignite these questions, right? If we're conscious, it should ignite these questions. What is it that we're eating, right? Where did it come from? How did it get to my plate? And what was the cost? And I'll say those questions again. But if we can put in our paradigm, in our, in our mind, a mindset shift that whenever we say grace, these are the intentional questions that we're going to ask ourselves. What is it that we're eating? Where did it come from? How did it get to my plate? And what did it cost? Right? All pointing to the ultimate question, which is, does this food bring glory to God by nourishing my body? Right? Is it going to um, 
enhance my thinking? Is it going to enhance my mood? Is it going to prevent disease or is it going to create disease in my body, right? Is it going to be anti-inflammatory or is it going to be inflammatory? Is it going to promote disease or is it going to um, eliminate disease? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. And so that when we say our grace, grace becomes so much more powerful now because we've loaded it with this understanding that food is a gift and all gifts that come from God is good. And he holds us to a high expectation to make the right choices. And so that's why I'm going to circle back and say that by saying your grace, you can improve your health. And that's what the caveat of all of what we just discussed, all of that understanding, all of that um, awareness that we bring to our consciousness. And so that when we decide to cook, when we decide to feed our families, when we decide to nourish our friends and our community, right, it's going to be done to the glory of God. And so it also lets us question is it right for animals to be um, confined? Is it right that w workers should be farming on, 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 on negative, bad conditions? And so it makes us even think of our horizontal aspect, right? How did it get here? And does it honor the people who um, hands have helped to bring this here, right? And so with all of that understanding, Grace can improve your health. If you say grace with that type of understanding infused with God's ultimate grace, right? It, it, it's so powerful. Um, you know, I've been trying to do that recently because I too realized that I was just saying grace as a routine and I wasn't really taking the time in this busy world to just be still, you know, Eat, acknowledge, and realize that the next plate, even if this plate didn't give God the glory the way it should, there's a next plate and a next plate. And so grace is something that can be also not just what you're saying before one meal, but there's that um, unspoken grace that lives through your life that when you continually say, you know what, I'm going to eat to the glory of God, that's the unspoken grace that you are saying by your actions and how you're living. And so you have an unspoken grace and then you have the spoken grace and both can improve your health. So I hope this was beneficial to you. Um, leave a comment, um, you know, in the Facebook group and, and try it. Try to say your grace intentionally for the next week or two. And let me know what impact that has. Has it changed the way that you choose your foods? Does it change the way how much you eat? Does it change the way you're compassionate towards the people who brought the food to you? Does it make you question it more? Does it make you want to know? Does it make you put back ingredients that have 15 ingredients or more because you don't understand where it's coming from? Let me know. I want to hear from you. I want to know how this can, how this has impacted your health. So for now, that is it. That's all I have for you guys. And I will see you next week. Um, and remember, a healthy body plus a healthy soul equals whole. Be blessed.
You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.